it's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the Melting Pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the Melting Pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Why, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the Melting Pack, here on the Next Level Network. Today... It's a big day, friends. Episode number 300. I can't believe it either. I really can't. It's, uh, it's a little wild. I'm thankful that Ben has not fired me yet, so that's that's good. <laughs> that's good. Uh, man. <laughs> also, again, I think I mentioned this last week that I was ready. Um, well, like kind of preparing to do this in like a year. And then all of a sudden, you know, you drop 30 episodes in a row. And uh, here you are at a milestone. So... Uh, I decided this year, or this milestone, I guess, that uh, Josh would return, and we would stream the show live on Twitch, so we did that on Thursday night, and we had a grand total from what I saw. I haven't checked the uh, the nerd stats yet, but from what I noticed, we had a grand total of two viewers, and uh, they were uh, each other. So we... Uh, <laughs> I don't pull it up when I do the Twitch thing just to like, give myself another number. I do it to make sure it's all working. And uh, then I just left it on. So I was like, all right, well, there you go. So we got into a lot of it. Um, we got into uh, COVID conspiracies and the lead singer of Trapped being a piece of garbage and the sports stuff at the end. And we went down a couple of uh, rabbit holes with uh, just about everything on this show. So it's a big episode. Um, it was a lot of fun. And the day I had on Thursday, I really needed it. So Josh, thank you for joining me um, because it was, yeah, just had a rough day and the show was exactly what I needed, and this episode in particular was kind of exactly what I needed. So uh, thank you for that, good sir. And to all of you who have listened to this show for any amount of time, any length of time, uh, I sincerely thank you. I can't believe that I'm still doing this and that no one has pulled me off the internet yet. Uh, it's just amazing to all the bands I've ever played and all the people who ever come on the show or ever commented or uh, shared it or whatever— Thank you so much. Uh, I'm I'm not retiring or anything. You can't retire from a free thing, can you? I don't know, but I'm not doing that. I'm just saying I'm I am eternally grateful to all of you, and uh, I hope you enjoy Josh and I doing this thing. Uh, like I said, we streamed this live Thursday night, so yeah, a little a uh, few references to that with how things were going or not going, um, but uh, a lot of fun. Like I said, we went through a lot of different stuff and uh, just had all in all a great time. So. Uh, here is that. I think I'm going to start with, uh, well, I guess I'll start how we um, started the live stream almost. So we'll do that now and I'll be back at the end of the show to, I don't know, gush some more or wrap things up. So here's me and Josh 
doing episode 300 right now. Damn it, I hit record right after you burped. Or I hit start stream right after you burped, and I was really bummed out that we didn't get that on the on the air. <laughs> but I think we're going to do okay. Everybody, welcome. Welcome to, uh, Jesus, episode 300 of the show, live on Twitch for the first time. Josh is here. Wait, I'm on a milestone episode? You are, yes. Holy <laughs> All right, proceed. I'm sorry. No, no worries, man. Yeah, I when I texted you to do this, I said, do you want to do this live for episode 300? You said, yeah. You know my habits, man. You know I can't remember things all the time. That's true. Or maybe you just, you only read, do the show. I think that's what happened. I just read, do the show. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have not done a live episode since, uh, Jesus. It was the YouTube thing, right? I remember, yeah, we did it on YouTube, and I can remember the day we did it. Because I was in my apartment, so it was at least a year and a half ago, and uh, the local sports station was hosting a draft, a draft NFL draft viewing party because the Eagles had won the Super Bowl and were going to pick last, and everybody was really excited about that. Wow, was that that was when that happened? Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> it was really like. I remember being mind bo- like boggled by it. Like, why are you hosting a party for the draft? And then the best part, because I don't care about the NFL draft, as you know, because I don't watch college football. I don't know who the people are. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, but the best part was that the Eagles traded out of the first round. So they held a whole party to celebrate the Eagles picking last as the champions. And then they did not pick on that night. <laughs> Man. Oh, man, did I just lose Josh on a great story? No, I'm here. I'm here. Oh. Yeah, I was laughing. <laughs> I just I don't I, thought... I just don't know what to say because I just thought about all the bad things that have been happening with Philadelphia sports lately, and it just I couldn't handle it. Lately? You mean like forever? Listen, Pat, you guys have won a World Series and a f- Super Bowl all within the last 12 years. All right. 2008 was a long time ago, man. Yeah, but uh, you guys had a Super Bowl two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, but that's not to say that, like, they're all of a sudden, like, we're a winning town. Well, no, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, I don't know. Maybe it is just... Oh, so you're saying we're losers. Maybe. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you went Philly real quick on that, man. What are you saying? We're losers? Oh, now you're coming at my hometown. All right. All right. I'm about to Bill Burr the out of this you don't settle down. Did you hear? Did you listen to Bill Burr's podcast today? By the way, no, I haven't. His guest was Kevin Bacon. Oh, really? Yeah, dude, it's so good. Wow, Kevin Bacon. What's he been up to? He's doing a show on Showtime. I don't remember the name of it. Uh huh. Because I don't have Showtime, so there's no chance for me to watch it. But yeah. uh, he was doing a show. He's doing a benefit concert, I think, with his brother's band or something, and something else is going on. But. I love Kevin Bacon, mainly, well, he's a great actor, and he seems like a great dude, but also, he sounds like home. Like, he's from here, so he's- Oh, okay. It's a, it's a, taste, of, it's a taste of home for me. So, okay, okay, because I was like, all right, Kevin Bacon's cool, but I didn't know, I actually didn't know he, he was a Philadelphian, so that's cool. Sorry, just trying to pop out the Twitch chat in case anybody joins us on the discussion. Not that, I don't know if anybody will, but- Yeah. I might as well try to pop it out just to see, right? Right, got to. 
Oh, man. Although I can't see it with the way my screen is set up. This is, uh, I'm not having a good time here with my setup lately, Josh. It's, uh, every stream is a troubleshooting stream. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and and you're not the only one. There are a couple other streamers that I talk to from time to time. Same thing from them. And and they're not, you know, they're like they're like small scale like us, you know, get like two, you know, one, two, three viewers a stream. I'm like, yeah, every yeah, I'm always troubleshooting. There's always something that's So I've just accepted that as the the norm. Like I'm always gonna I'm never gonna get like a hundred people on my stream, so I don't give a yeah, I've never, like, I'm having a lot of fun streaming on Twitch. Like, it's just been, I discovered it at the beginning of, like, lockdowns and whatnot, thanks to you building me this computer. And it's just been, like, an awesome way to still interact with people without having to risk my health and safety. That's a really good point. But, like, with uh, interacting with people, like, I'll interact with people, and then I just, like, go and do a thing real quick, and it's like, I don't interact with that group for, like, two weeks. And they're like, man, what happened to you? I'm like... I don't know. I was making food. I don't know. <laughs> For two weeks? For two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I like it. Yeah. I uh, I don't know why I decided to just start building my desk this week, but I bought a, uh, an L-shaped desk thanks to my buddy Doug Coleman, who said, hey, I bought this desk and it's great and I need a new desk. So I said, all right, I'll buy this one, um, forgetting that Pat can't put things together really well. So, <laughs> I, so for some reason, I thought I'd be able to do it like after work in two days. So I'd have like two or three hours max to get it done before today. And uh, well, I got the frame done. So that's progress. Dude, I'd, I'd totally give you a hand if I could. I know you would. Putting together is fun to me. Oh, man. If you lived any closer. I know. I know. Well, you probably still wouldn't be able to come over because... There's a pandemic and my wife is pregnant, so it wouldn't help us in the wouldn't help us right now, but ordinarily it would. I mean, we're not going to have to stand by each other next, like side by side to build the desk. And I don't even have to see Jill. That's true. You can come in the come in the basement door. Mm -hmm. We can wear our masks and put it all together and that'll be that. We'll disinfect. You know, we'll do the whole thing. We will follow the rules. We'll we'll interact according to the CDC guidelines. I'm really having an easy time doing that, by the way. Like, it's not... People are like, oh, man. Like, if you... Uh, PSA, I guess. <laughs> if you are... Uh, if your social life is changed or challenged or upset by these uh, restrictions, again, you're the reason we need them. Let me just put that there. Because we should be staying apart from each other anyway because we're trying to get this under control. So if you're like, oh, man, I can't go out anymore, you shouldn't have been going out in the first place, right? Right. Shouldn't have. All right, I'll, I'll step off my soapbox. People are so, like, they're just, they're just chomping at the bit to go back to the bar and <laughs> throw up on themselves. They just want it so <laughs> bad. It's like, yeah, I'm going to risk, you know, COVID, you know, a long-term uh, respiratory disease, disease to, like, go to Applebee's. Not that I don't like Applebee's, but I'm not going to risk... You know, again, my health and safety just to go there. I know. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. We have gone to a couple restaurants, but we're the responsible ones. We see all the jackasses in there walking in without their masks. No hand sanitizer. Not socially distancing. It's okay as long as you follow the rules. Just follow the rules and you'll be fine. Yeah, if you're doing everything right, if you're wearing your mask and washing your hands and staying away from people you don't live with, I, I think that's really... I, 
Maybe it's because I'm not a social butterfly. All right, I'm getting back on the soapbox. Maybe it's because I'm not a social butterfly of, of, of any sort, but I don't find it difficult to just stay away from people. I don't either. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. All right, speaking of COVID, how about that for a segue? Uh, I <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> this whole thing, like the whole time we've been dealing with this, which has been just, it's just messy all the way around. Um, plenty of people have shared their conspiracy theories from people in the media to people in the White House to uh, your crazy uncle on Facebook or whoever or, you know, whoever that whoever that person might be in your life, who I hope you have unfriended by now because, yeesh. Um, so I decided it might be fun. And it's always fun when Josh is here, when we have a question. Uh, which COVID conspiracy theory is your favorite? And we got a bunch of good answers here. But the ones, the examples I put forth were uh, 5G, or no, um, Bill Gates wants to make the vaccine to track us. He wants to implant chips into us or something. Uh, Hillary Clinton is mad about 2016 still. That's when I heard the other day. And uh, aliens, because there's always someone who will blame aliens. Um, Josh, do you want me to read all these answers and then you do yours or do you want to share yours now? Do you have one? I mean, not that mine's going to be headlining or anything, because right. it's nowhere near <laughs> as good as some of these, but I really like hearing from from your audience. This is this is really good. Like, yeah, there's a couple of couple of bangers in here, man. As as we <laughs> like I said, I, I love like having you say. on when there are when there are questions, because I, I know you really enjoy hearing from the people. Oh, hell yeah. Um, so thank you to everybody who weighed in on this. Uh, Jen says she got started with a really basic one, but it's also like a really big one. It will disappear after the election. And that <laughs> is like, that's, that was the biggest one, right? The whole time it's like, oh, it's a hoax, COVID, COVID's a big hoax. You won't hear about it November 4th. It's going to be gone. It's going to disappear. And it's like, all right, buddy, it's worse. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's worse. It didn't go away. It got worse. Oh my God. Yeah, that is a good one because yeah. it was, that was their whole platform was that we're going to win and then COVID is going to go away like a miracle. It's going to be great. And uh, it's not. It's worse, buddy. Well, it's still going to it's going to be here for a while. Yeah, I would. You know, who knows? We could be doing this for another year. I don't know. You know, and I hate feeling like this, but my life has significantly improved in several key ways during this whole kind of work from home lockdown kind of thing. But on the other hand, there are so many people out there who just got it bad because of this. Like, they're out of work, and that's why I don't give a about, like, you know, the giant stimulus thing. Like, just give everybody everything you can. There's people out there who need this more than I do. Like, help them. I don't know. I don't want to go off on a soapbox, but you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, we've talked about that before, how, like, it's kind of, it makes us feel guilty because, yeah. like, my life has also gotten... You know, I, I'm i not going to say substantially better, but I've certainly improved like you have in this whole setup. And yeah, I I said last week, um, don't let anyone tell you the government can't afford to pay everybody because they can. They just choose to pay other things. Yep. But anyway, let's go on to more fun conspiracies. Let's do it. <laughs> Although mine's not a conspiracy. But anyway, Gertner <laughs> says it's not. It's true. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Gertner says... 5G, baby. Mm -hmm. That's the one. It's, you know, 5G, the rollout is causing COVID or something like that. And uh, it's just so, 
the fact that people will legitimately believe this as a real thing and just run with it, it just it's it's astounding. It is. I don't understand it. Like how how can you trust so much in something that just sounds so goddamn stupid? How does that make sense? Like how does how does which I which we got Bridget a new phone by the way, and it's a five G phone, so she might get COVID. So you, you're all going to get COVID. We're then. all going to get COVID. And we're all yeah. going to we're all going to get COVID and die because she upgraded her phone. Oh my gosh! Actually, on in that same vein, um, our buddy Shizid Cop says, you know, I never had COVID when I had my old Galaxy phone. Then I got the new, what do you got? Samsung Note five G phone in October, and in November I got the Rona. Damn! I <laughs> so that's that's true, right there. That's the evidence. That's all we need. There's something to this 5G thing. Yeah, maybe we can, uh, you know, remove this from the conspiracy corner and put it in the, well... Let's put it in the probable file. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, let's see, Big Vic, this one was your favorite, I think, when you were going over the notes at the beginning of the show. It was, <laughs> Big, I think. This one was your favorite. Big Vic said, no planes at the Twin Towers, they were just holograms. Oh, COVID conspiracy. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> COVID can't melt, still beams. That's true. Yeah. In the same vein, like conspiracy theories, I'll listen to to all of your 9-11 conspiracies. I think they're all fascinating. Wait, who's mine? Anyone's. Oh, any, oh yeah. Any of them. I was like, I don't think I have that many 9-11 conspiracies. I think they're all fat. Like, we don't have to do it now, but no. I think they're all fascinating in general. Oh, they're fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's the wildest <laughs> ever. Oh man, it's great. It's it's like this, like the COVID thing, where it's like, yeah, you know, the world. Well, we'll get to it in a second, but oh, the world, the world's in on it. I'm like, really? Every country, every government across the globe is agreeing on one thing to do this. It doesn't make any sense. And the interests of American politics, they don't give it exactly. <laughs> People don't care. Like foreign powers don't care about America as much as America thinks they do, and they certainly don't care about us as much as we care about us. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Drave said, 100% this chip in the vaccine, people forgetting about their goddamn phones they are attached to, which actually have transceivers in them, morons. <laughs> that reads just like a tweet. I love it. <laughs> that's that's a call out, yeah. basically. Mm -hmm. And I love it. Thank you, Drave. Thanks, Drave. Thanks for sp <laughs> speaking the truth. Just getting right out there. And you know, for a fact, no COVID conspiracy theorist is going to get rid of their, no, actually, nobody's getting rid of their cell phones. No way. You've seen all the things. Oh, I would die. My phone died, and then I just didn't feel like a person anymore. Yep. I feel naked. I need to check my Facebook. I don't know. When I can turn off my phone for a couple hours or a day, I love it. For real. But I digress. Uh, here's what I was getting to a second ago. Instant classic, just the overarching, overarching one, that it's all a hoax and that somehow the governments are behind it. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Like, you really expect all of the powerful nations in the world to get together and actually agree on something when, like, you see all these summits and everybody's arguing and whatnot, and, oh, we're not going to pass this and do that. Like, the governments can't even agree on things with each other. How do you expect them to agree with other countries? Let alone fall in line with something, if the, because if this is the thing, then it would probably be China's idea, and they're not, like, because, you know, that's where it came from, of course. Like, right. It's not like they're going to listen to China if China was like, hey, we got this thing. Like, it's the bad, it's the baddest you've ever seen. It's going to totally America. Like, I'm so tired of their gridlock. Let's get them. 
and everybody and like England's like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense at all. It's just ugh, what a mess. But that's why it's in Conspiracy Corner. Is is this a new segment of the show? Cons- this Conspiracy Corner. I um not weekly for sure, but I think we can make this a thing. Conspiracy Corner. I like it. <laughs> I think we could do this. Yeah, I I love conspiracy theories. I I love every bit. Like they're all ridiculous, and they're sometimes they're hilarious. Sometimes they're downright scary, but still, uh, in their own regard, fascinating. I like how your show just kind of writes itself. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I, these are the ones where I don't have to do a lot of work. Read the take, talk about it, move on. These are fantastic. My people do their things for me. They, well, they, they do it for me, and I appreciate every one of them. Shawnee Oneball says that Bruce Willis could have prevented this if he hadn't fallen in love with Madeline Stowe. I mean, that one, I mean... That one's over my head. I uh, It's over my head, too, except that this show is very anti-Bruce Willis uh, because in honor of Charlie Saxton. So there's that. All right. Uh, Rhiannon says... Rhiannon? Rhiannon? I don't know how to read, but it's fine. Uh... Sorry, Re- sorry, Rhiannon, I can't read your name. Uh, the one where global warming was going to make the world uninhabitable if the government didn't intervene via lockdowns immediately, globally. All right, that's a fun one. And uh, she added a second one. Oh, or the one where governments only want lockdowns to continue to wipe out small independent businesses, so the only businesses left will be government-owned or regulated. And there are... America does that without coronavirus. That's true. <laughs> That's true. The U.S. definitely does that on its own. No problem. This just accelerated it. <laughs> but those are deep. Like, yeah, the, the whole world. Um, that The thing about the global warming one is like. That's some shadow government. Global warming. But also, like, not every country thinks global warming is a problem. Like, obviously, the U.S. currently doesn't. But there are other countries that are like, yeah, who cares? Like China. Like, yeah, well, no, China's gone uh, gone greener, haven't they? I guess. You can tell I don't watch the news. I think, you know what, I think they have gone greener. Like, greener. Still smoggier than Satan's butthole. I mean, right... <laughs> oh, man. Conspiracy Corner maybe renamed Satan's butthole instead. <laughs> I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> They're like, all right, let's reach inside Satan's butthole and right. see what comes out. I think that's a good segment for the show. Let's cram and see what comes out. Sorry, Mom. She's not going to like that one, I don't think. Probably not. <laughs> this is a family show. Uh, kinda. Not the live stream version. It's not. The, the live stream is not, but it's fine. No, it's not. <laughs> Slick says, the microchip is my favorite so far. Um, he also brought up that he likes to read the uh, the QAnon Reddit, and he's like, oh, these people are crazy. And I'm like, I'm not, I don't want that in my search history, so I'm not going to click on that. But thank you for sharing that. Either way. Uh, why didn't I think to go to the QAnon Reddit? I need to check that out. Are you going to do it now and try to bring up some new ones or no? You don't have to. Well, I don't want to be clickety-clacketing in the in the microphone. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I mean, I'll... That's one of my pat peeps. Oh, clickety-clacking in the microphone? And typing. I hate listening to typing on podcasts. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know why. It just, it just really, as Peter Griffin likes to say, grind my gears. It just... I don't know. It's kind of how I feel about Bon Jovi. Hey, me too. Good. Yeah, not a fan. Good. (laughs) 
good. He he deserves every bit of just blah that comes his way. Don't want him to get COVID, though. We're not going to go that far. I don't want him to get COVID. We're not monsters, people. No, but he can he can eat a turd in a hot dog bun. <laughs> Would he call it a sandwich? That's the real question. Yeah, it's called a sandwich. <laughs> there you go. Oh, geez. Well, there goes my chance of getting him on the show. Um, not that I was going for that. But anyway, uh, Helmsphere <laughs> <laughs> says that the virus was created by millennials to wipe out the boomers. I'd never heard that one, but Ooh, that's hilarious. That is very funny because I, I wasn't in on that. No, I've never heard that, but that is uh, that's fantastic. And uh, who do you think started that millennials or the boomers? Hmm. I'm going to say the boomers because they're paranoid and selfish enough to to like come up with that. Like they're so self-centered, like they think every bad thing is out to get them like directly. That's fair. Fair point. Not to generalize all boomers. My dad's not like that. Um, My mom's like that, but my dad's not. All right. So next time you talk to your mom in, you know, seven weeks or so. Uh, ask her if she be- if she believes this. Because I'm not even gonna call her for Christmas. And <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, whenever that is, I don't know. I don't know how often you talk to your mom. I don't know, but uh, whenever she whenever calls you... me to help with something at the house. I mean, yeah, we just talked about it before we went on the air about how you don't answer the phone when people call. So uh, whenever you talk to your mom next, ask her. How she feels about uh, millennials trying to wipe out boomers with COVID. See if she uh, believes it. I'm going to guess that she does. Man, I I hope there's like a niche article in Fox News that I can find that I could send her. Like, hey, what is this? What do you think about this? Ooh, wait, or wait, there's Newsmax and OAN now. Like, wait, that's that, yes, yeah, man, that's a that's a that's a thick stew of crazy right there. Do we know anybody who has a parlor account we could ask about this? Maybe you're talking to one right now. Oh, oh! Wow, wow! Chris Taylor Brown in the house, everybody. That's a that's foreshadowing. No, I had it. I had it before that, actually. Okay, of course you did. Yeah, you were in the first fifty parlor accounts. I heard. Man, that man, parlor is wild. We're gonna we'll talk about parlor in a bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, where? Oh shoot, where did I leave off? Thank you, Homespear, for that. That's a, that's one I hadn't heard. Um. All right, Destor says the one where you if if you go to theater you'll die. Well, hey, you know. Well, like a movie theater. Does that mean like movie theater or like going to see a play? I should have followed up. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, movie theaters—they're finally cleaning them, I guess. Now, right? They're saying, "Hey, look at us—we're disinfecting after thirty years of of your you know popcorn grease all over the floor." Man, could you imagine just all the greasy butter that those theaters pulled up off the floor when they were disinfecting and cleaning the the auditoriums yeah i can that's i mean uh what do you think they did with it you think they like fashioned it into some kind of you know what they should do <laughs> they used it for biodiesel uh, yeah well that or they should have taken all of the uh the hardened butter from the movie theater floors across the country and used that as the border wall i feel like you could burrow through that really well though um i don't know i've never well it depends how long has the but like if you go to a really old movie theater that like hasn't really been deep cleaned in fifty years. I don't know. I don't know if if movie theaters even stay open fifty years anymore. But uh, if they do, get the butter off the floor there, and you'll be fine, right? Build the wall. Build the wall. 
impenetrable, and doesn't cost nearly as much as whatever they're spending. And and make Mexico pay for America's butter imports. <laughs> Uh, you know, to recoup the, you know, to kind of pay ourselves back. Put the tariff on the butter. I like it. Tariff the butter. Oh, my God. Oh, tariff the butter for Satan's butthole. Might call it. No, I'm not going to call the episode that, but I'll figure that out. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Satan's buttery butt. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. Bastard guy says, this is the last one, I think. It is. Um, the one I made up. That COVID was a mistake from Amazon's attempt to cure the common cold, Project Gesundheit, that escaped the lab. That that's a fun one. Is fantastic. <laughs> like that's a fun one. That's like a that's like a comic book. I like that one. Yeah, that's fun. I like. Hey, you know, Amazon probably has tried to. You know, you don't know what Bezos is doing over there on his. You know, stacks of money. He's probably like going to Japan and like doing like for that CRISPR thing where they're making the bio soldiers. He's probably doing that so he could like live forever. Or like if like his body dies, he can like preserve his brain and integrate it with like a computer. And like he and Elon Musk and Bill Gates, like they form kind of like this tribunal where they just like like they rule over everything and then like they fight each other and like they get in these big giant mechs like it's uh, like King Kong and, and Godzilla. And then there's like a big giant epic battle and then whoever wins gets to kill all the males and take all the females. Because <laughs> that's what it's always all about. And you know, Josh, if that's the prize, my money's on Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Cause that's where I'm going. Elon Musk, he's like, he's too much of a neckbeard. And Jeff Bezos, <laughs> I like, I don't, I don't even think like Jeff Bezos can reproduce. Maybe he has kids. I just made that up. I have no idea, to be honest with you. I needed something to compliment the fact that Elon Musk is a neckbeard. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man, that guy is, uh, he is troublesome for sure. He's a Yeah, here, here's a chip that I'm going to put in your brain so we can track you. Hey, you going to try it out? Nah, I'm good. Like, what? No. No. Mm -mm. No, sir. I'm not putting that in my head. Get out of here. Uh, thank you, everybody, for weighing in on your COVID conspiracies for uh, Conspiracy Corner, which we can probably make a thing at some point. Uh, Josh, you mentioned you had one. Yeah, um, I was just, I was going to say the, the 5G and the chip one was good. And I, it just like the 5G is just nonsense. And and the chip again, I mean, it's all nonsense, really. But the chip, it's like, you, again, like you have a phone like. The government already has everything about you that they could possibly want. Like, there's nothing more. There's nothing else more that they can possibly have from you. Like, there's no chip. Like, they can find you wherever you are, no matter what. And a lot of the time, you're volunteering that information. Yeah. I mean, whenever you log into something, it's all that. And 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 come on, we used to have a thing called phone books with our addresses and phone numbers in it. Like people act like, oh, why is my address on the internet? Your address used to be in a thick book that used to get thrown on my doorstep every month. Like not much has changed. Yeah, your address used to be at anyone's disposal, theoretically at any time. Yeah, you had to like put it in special to the yellow page or to the white page. Like, don't list me. You had to you had to request that special. 
Yeah, and like it's just so it's so nonsensical. Yeah. That people will latch onto this stuff and just suck the teat dry, as it were. Suck the and teat I, dry. It's just it's a mess. It's a whole mess. I've got nipples, Greg. You milk me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> I love that movie. It's so good. I love it. Oh, man, it's so good. <laughs> oh, man. But speaking of conspiracies, we mentioned it. We are gonna. We might talk about Parlor in this bit of the show. But you had a run-in with the lead singer of the band Trapped on Twitter. And uh, I should point out before we dive in that before this happened, what Josh, is gonna t- what Josh and I are going to talk about, um, the band already had their Facebook and Instagram pages either suspended or taken down entirely. Oh, they were permanent. Because of the stuff that this guy is spewing. So, uh, Josh, what happened? You got into it with the guy? Man, he got into it with everybody. Which he does. He does. He did that. CTB. Um, I forgot what it was. Oh, oh, I was I was scrolling through my Twitter feed and I saw a tweet from Anthony Fantano, you know, because I'm on internet all the time, whatever. But I saw it said trap sucks. I was like, yeah, I know. Um <laughs> But I was like, wait a second, what's like but what's triggering this? So I went over to Trap's Twitter page. He he was like kinda and I don't even want to talk about like what tipped it off because it had to do with adults and underage people. Um, it was gross. And it was just, gross. Yeah, yeah. It, it's gross. It's gross. But he was like projecting and like telling people they were gross for like saying what they were saying. And I don't know. It was just like a scatter. Sh- he tweets like the president does. It was just like a scatter shot of like random nonsense. And um, he got mass. I mean, I didn't I didn't report him. I was just kind of going with it. But he got mass reported on Twitter. So the so Trap's official Twitter page ended up getting suspended, I think, permanently. So he goes over to his permanent or to his personal Twitter page, which was unverified. And he starts arguing with people more. Hey, Chris, set me on fire more. So, I mean, kind of at this point, I had kind of died down because, like, he t- he was telling people that he like that they were brainwashed by the music industry because they because they were making fun of Trapped and how bad they suck, and <laughs> um uh and, and I and I tweeted at him that he that that Trapped had been disregarded by the music industry. And and he like that was one thing that kind of got his attention, and I was like, okay, cool. I, I that's funny. I kind of kind of struck a nerve with this guy. He's being the tool anyway, and and it just kind of like spun out of control. But he's gone, and I checked his parlor page, and there's not really a whole lot going on there too, because because why? Like, who's the bigger person, really? Like, I I can't be the bigger person because I'm tracking him down after he's like, actually, he didn't run away. He he got banned, but um. Like, who's the bigger person here, really, though? Like, I'm I like I'm doing the same thing he's doing, just in a different way. But it was still it was still a lot of fun, though. I mean, in the context of, you know, arguing on the internet, uh, I don't think either of you is the bigger person. No. But no. In, in the through the lens of, you know, not being a disgusting piece of garbage, uh, you are the bigger person in that regard. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm not a disgusting piece of garbage. Um what really bothers me about the whole thing is that he's using his like official band I Twitter know. to run off like a whole bunch of MAGA and like disgusting racist and and you know whatever nonsense. And 
I'm like, all right, if you're going to do that, why are you dragging the band down with you? Like, if you want to have your personal account be a bunch of that nonsense, more power to you. This is America. You can do whatever you want until someone says, hey, you can't do it anymore. But why would you include the band in that? Like, why, like, are, so that begs the question for me is, you know, does the, the rest of the band feel that way? Or is this just him kind of going rogue? So I did research on this guy because that's what you do in 2020. Whenever you're mad at someone on the internet, you look I know up. his wife left him. Well, that's what, that's kind of what I'm getting to in a way. <laughs> so I mean, but sorry to ruin I, the punchline. No, no, no. Actually, no, no, no. It's going to be a little bit different. I looked at past the members of the band Trapped, and it was like 15 people. Like it was just like a long list. Oh my god! And you know, whenever you look at a band's Wikipedia page, and at the bottom it has like their names, what they play, and it's kind of like a bar graph that tells you how long they've been with the band. Yeah. So he and the drummer are the only two consistent mem- uh the only two like consistent members from the formation of the band. Like so guitar and bass, they've just been like leaving. I'm guessing he's just being an <laughs> and chasing him off and his drummer's just kind of like enabling him. But you're right, like why would you use like your band's like main social media accounts to like do that <laughs> and then get banned? You know what I mean? Cause then like you're you're bringing the name and not to say that they're a massive name in the industry at this point, you know, two thousand five you could say that, but Or even a quality name. You're kind of taking money off the table in terms of the band, aren't you? Could be. That could be a possibility of his behavior is hurting the rest of the people who are entitled to the things that they have con- or uh, entitled to the benefits that they have, you know, as part of contributing to the band. Or maybe they're just like, you know what, I don't give a sh- this guy's a whatever happens can happen. You can keep the money. I love it. It's a whole mess. And I've heard through the years, different bands do interviews and they like interviewers always try to ask like a, a gotcha question. Like, Hey, give me some dirt. Who's like the worst band you've had to play with. And a lot of bands over the years I've listened to have said trapped because that guy is like, he's got a, such a big head and he yes. thinks he's such, he's all that. And he's a jerk and all that. And I'm like, all right, all of this tracks from everything I've heard for the last 15 years about this band, <laughs> all of this makes sense. <laughs> and they're not even that good. I will say, I uh, and shout out to my buddy Jack. You know Jack. We went to the Phillies game together. Yeah, I know Jack. Um, they d- Trapped did an acoustic collection of like all their hits like four or five years ago. And that's really all the Trapped music I ever need. Like I don't need to listen to anything else. Yeah, that stuff is like it. And I'm just disappointed that I can't really enjoy it anymore. Eh. I'd say you're better off. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I'm going to be honest and fair here. You're probably right. I can make stuff in Soundtrap that sounds better than that. There you go. Which I will do tomorrow on Twitch. Hey, look at that plug. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, that's my, uh, that's my trap Twitter uh, little escapade. I mean, there are several people who are going at it with him much more than I was. Um, but I, I got to witness history and got to see a, a trapped uh, official page ban and the uh, personal page ban. And also last night, the uh, the Tweet of God account got hacked for like 20 minutes. Oh, really? It did. Oh. Yeah. Anything fun happened? A lot of weird stuff happened. Someone went with the hard R in a in a tweet. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The hacker went really? with a couple hard R's. That's um, that's not what you want to see. Yeah, that's not what you want to see. But God assumed control. Um, and as he, he does, and he got it. He got his account back and deleted <laughs> all the tweets. And 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 I'm I'm just I mean, 
that goes to show, like, God isn't always infallible. God can have his Twitter account hacked. So remember that, kids. That's true. And nothing on the internet is sacred, no matter how much you want it to be. Nothing on the internet is sacred. Not even God. Um, but he got it back, and he's, he's, ba- he's back to regular again, so. I like it. Past two days on Twitter have been kind of uh, eventful in my, on, in my Twitter life. I like it. I'm happy to hear that. Thanks. I mean, not happy with all the racist and, you know, gross stuff, but yeah, yeah. that you've had an adventurous couple of days. I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even have to leave my house either. <laughs> and isn't that, see, you're, so you're following all the rules. I'm following all the rules. Didn't leave your house, didn't get sick, didn't have to, didn't get your account banned. So you're following the Twitter rules as well. Following the Twitter rules too. I'm not getting banned. Wow. Solid stuff. I'm doing everything the right way, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I love it. <laughs> All right. Um, so there's no smooth transition here, but nope. some time ago you were on the show, about a year ago. I just want to talk about how much fun Shakedown Hawaii is, even though I've talked about it on the show several times. But like a year ago, you were on the show, and I was still doing video game previews and talking about stuff. And this was on the list, and for whatever reason, it didn't come out. It finally came out like a month ago. Oh, really? And uh, I jumped on it, of course, because I'd remembered we talked about it and I was excited about it. And it's great. I love every second of it. I'm having a great time streaming Shakedown Hawaii every Wednesday afternoon. Oh, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah, it is an old school, you know, like, it's like an, um, like one of the GTA games, but it's top down. And essentially what you are, you're like a business mogul or you were. Hell yeah. And your empire is kind of failing because... You were rich in the 80s and technology kind of passed you by. So you're trying to figure all that stuff out. And how you do that, how you kind of take over again, is you beat people up and you go into businesses across the island and shake them down for protection money. And that's how you build your empire. And it is so much fun. I like it. I like that. That's very Miami Vice, but Hawaii. It is, yes. Yes, very, uh, some Vice-like uh feels to it in a good way i love it yeah so wednesdays 4 p.m eastern on tw- on twitch i do uh shakedown hawaii for anybody who wants to know it's great make sure you tune in yes i, I realize that streaming at 405 eastern on weekdays is not the best time to get more uh viewers but it's the best time for me to unwind after working all day neither is streaming at 10 30 p.m central for me yeah i can't imagine a lot of people well i mean unless you get a lot of international uh viewers um, the viewers that I've gotten have been like actually kind of in the Northeast, Massachusetts and, and, and a couple of Canadians. Nice. I like it. Yeah. I don't know where my viewers come from because not a lot of them chat with me. So it's all good. Yeah. We got some lurkers. We love the lurkers too. They give views. Lurkers are good. Yeah. Lurkers are solid. I like them. I like when you join me on my wrestling streams because we always have fun making entrances and making fun of people. It's great. Yeah, I haven't been able to lately because I've been busy as hell at work. Like, I, like I can't even like, ugh, can't even enjoy my life, ugh, during my work hours. That's ugh, <laughs> just ugh. I have nothing to say except ugh. I know, total black. <laughs> oh man, but what, what have you been streaming lately? Have you been having some fun times doing the things? Uh, I actually haven't streamed in about a couple of weeks, but last time I did stream, I've been I've been doing Skyrim a lot lately, which that's that's a fun, relaxing game, and it's got some cool scenery, and you can you can take a walk in the mountains without even leaving your house. Again, COVID lockdown, following the rules, following all the rules. That's right. Yes, 
Um, I'm going. I'm going outside without going outside. Speaking of going outside without going outside, I saw somebody shared on Twitter. I can't remember who now, but um, they were like, "Hey, this girl's been sharing screenshots from I think it was Red Dead Redemption or I forget what the game was. Um, or no, it was Uncharted something or other. Because you can take um, Nathan Drake out of the screenshots. Someone sent that into the news, and they the news presented it like it was a shot of outside. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Which is just like, that's 2020, right? You just share a video game screenshot and it's the graphics at this point, a lot of the times are so realistic mm-hmm. that, hey, this looks like outside enough. And you could put it on the news and say, here's a live look. What a beautiful screen. What a beautiful uh, landscape of wherever the hell they were. I love it. I love it. You can do great things with the internet. You can do some terrible things with it too. Yeah. And we're here to sift through all the terrible ones to make them great. Exactly. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> We're just doing our best here. We are. We are doing the thing. All right. Uh, for those of you who do not like sports, this is your time to leave. Thank you for hanging out. We appreciate it. Uh, we got a game of the week in the NFL. We got a uh, little bit of baseball stuff, and then that'll be that. But if you hate sports, then uh, you know, click away. Thanks for coming. We love you. And if you love sports, this is what you've been waiting for. This is, You've been waiting an hour for this, or however long we've been recording. I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's, you're all. You're either going to listen to it all or you're not. It's fine. So, uh, <laughs> NFL Week 14, the Pittsburgh Steelers are taking on the Buffalo Bills, the no longer undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers because the Washington football team took them down a week ago. Man, that was great for me to watch as somebody who does not like the Steelers. But it was the Washington football team, though. I know. Okay. I know. I got no problem with the Washington football team. I don't really don't, you know, they don't I don't care one way or the other. Good for them, I say. Okay. Okay. It's just their uniforms suck. They do. They're very I don't know what it is, but it, like it's very It reminds me too much of the Florida State Seminoles. Oh, well, of whom you are not a fan. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> there you go. I'm just going to clarify for the listeners. I'm sorry, Pat. I'm going to clarify no, no, go for ahead. the wrestlers. College football. I live in the South. College football is some very serious <laughs> down here. Your team's rival, you got you, you just hate them. My team's rival is the Florida State Seminoles, and I hate them. Back to you, Pat. There you go. Thank you for that. Thank <laughs> you for clearing that up. Uh, just in case anybody listening is did not know what you meant, did not know what the Seminoles were. Yep. There you go. Yeah, wow. Maybe I'm going to hate the... Uh, the Washington football team now, too, just for you. Got to, man. I appreciate it. I can do that. Yeah, right. no problem. All right. You know what? I hate you, Washington football team. There you go. <laughs> I hate you. There you go. And your racist-ass owner. Get out of here. It. Yeah, Dan Snyder, you d- I think I just said racist-assed. I don't really know how that came out of my mouth, but it's fine. He's a racist, and he sucks. Yep. But anyway, they're playing the Buffalo Bills. How do we get back here? <laughs> the Steelers are playing the Bills. And Josh, I talked about this with my buddy Tim a few weeks ago uh, about Josh Allen. I think at this point, he's legit. You know, I haven't watched a whole lot of Buffalo Bills, so I don't know anything about him. I'm assuming that Josh Allen is their quarterback. He is, yes. Okay, okay. And what is their record? Because I know the Buffalo Bills are doing very well this year. That's about my the extent of my knowledge. I think they're 9-3. I, I actually don't know wow. off the top of my head. 
And my phone's across the room, so I'm not going to look it up. Yeah, neither am I. My phone's right next to me. I'm just going to take your word for it. <laughs> they are they're playing very well. I believe they are leading the AFC East. How's that? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. You know, I'm so glad Tom Brady is not at New England anymore. Now he's on your rival, and they're not doing well lately. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I love it. Oh, man. It's pretty great. I love it. Oh, But anyway, the Buffalo Williams. I... I'm enjoying the Bills. I've seen a little more of the Bills this year than you have. Um, I've seen certainly more of the Steelers than I ever wanted to. But, uh, you know, I don't know that I can see the Steelers losing twice in a row. However, comma, I love what the Bills are doing lately. I yeah. love what they've been doing all year. And I know home field advantage doesn't really matter in 2020, or maybe it hasn't in the NFL for some time. But... I like the Bills here. I like what Josh Allen's doing. I think they can take advantage of a Pittsburgh team that's been, um, I don't know, exposed. Maybe that that's, feels too strong of a word, but I like the Bills. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go with Bills just because uh, you're in uh, Philadelphia and <laughs> Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to return. I'm going to return the gratuity to you. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm going to take uh, Buffalo over. Double up for the fact that I'm a Ravens fan, too. So there you yes, go. Yes, oh. yes. Oh, man. Wonderful. Ravens finally won. They beat the Cowboys the other day. And Jesus, I feel as like they haven't won in a year. I, and I know it was against the Cowboys, but at least it was against the Cowboys. Exactly. That made it a little better. Yeah. To see Lamar not make a lot, all those dumb mistakes he's been making all year, it was refreshing. Man, what is going on? He was on fire last year. He's Well, teams figured him out, and... He started to kind of panic a little bit and make some bad throws and then injuries and then COVID. So all that stuff kind of mixed together. Uh, you end up with Satan's butthole, I think. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting about Satan's butthole. I think that's I think that's what happened there. <laughs> I mean, I don't see how I can't see how I forget with how bright red it is. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It glows, too. It's a it's a fiery glow like a jelly covered donut. Oh, my God. Good thing I don't like jelly donuts, because if I did, I'd never eat one again. I hate them, too. They're gross. They're so I, disgusting. Why would you put jelly in or on a donut? They are so, like, it's all oozy, and they are so disgusting. Uh, custards only. Only put a custard in a donut. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Boston cream. Oh, man. Boston cream donuts are my favorite. Yeah, I love them. Oh, let's do a dessert podcast in, like, a month or so. Okay. Let's do a, what's your favorite dessert? I think I've asked favorite desserts as a question before, but I think if we brand it as a full, like, desserts podcast, like we'll do donuts and cakes and pies and um, I don't know what else we could do. I can talk about Bridget's Clotacaca cake. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's yeah. also, all right, I'm going to leave you to say that because I don't think I could say that properly. I'm pretty so. sure I said it wrong just now, too. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, I said it confidently, though, so like. Yeah, it sounded good to me. Yeah. <laughs> it helps that I don't know what that is. So that's uh, that's helpful in your confident thing <laughs> i'll tell bridget to tell you what the clotacaca cake is yes please do it's delicious right, uh how did we get to desserts i don't know oh the steelers satan's butthole all right yep. um anyway go bills <laughs> that's that's what we mean to say there uh this show has really gone everywhere today it's a podcast this is what happens right it's, especially on this show and if you've listened to any of the other 299 episodes of this show first of all thank you second of all Sorry. And third, uh, you know what you're getting here. Yeah, for real.
The only thing that's missing is a song because it's awkward. I've done it before. It's awkward to have a guest and be like, hey, let's break for a song. That's weird. Yeah, and your regular listeners should know how how like nonsense it is whenever I'm here. Like scatterbrained? Yeah, just it's so it's so wild. Even though we have notes, we we just deviate so often. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like nowhere on this on these notes did Jerome write Satan's butthole, but here we are talking about Satan's butthole. I, I know, I know. Jerome's probably pulling his hair out like now, like, God, would you guys just please stick to it? Nobody gives a He's so mad. He is so <laughs> mad right now. He cannot even like he he has thrown up his hands at this point and he's like, you know what? You're under the sports, I'm done. <laughs> And he's like, you haven't even finished the sports. You're not even yeah. halfway through the sports. Yeah. No, technically we are, because we're done with football, and now we're doing baseball. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, the end of the football was go Bills. Oh, that's right, that's right. See, you got to sc- believe, everybody. Go Scatterbrain. Oh, scatterbrain. So, I, I will admit, I did not look up any baseball news until, like, 5 o'clock today. That's why there are only two stories. But... Um, I read from Buster Olney's Twitter, at Buster underscore ESPN, he is great, big fan, um, that NL teams were, so the winter meetings are going on or went on this week, and they're trying to figure out if they're going to have the DH in the NL like they did this year, because, you know, shortened season, they're just throwing things at the wall, seeing what sticks. I got to say, I didn't, I thought I was going to hate the DH in the NL. I didn't. I didn't mind it at all. It's not that bad. It's not that, and you know, and you know, I'm an American League guy. It's not that yeah. bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm an NL guy, and I was like, no, we got to have this. I'm like, you know what? It's not bad. It's not bad. So teams or NL teams in particular are trying to figure out, like, okay, we have to figure out who we want to try to sign here. So we need to know if there's going to be a spot for them as a DH. And one side is saying, no, no, we're not going to have the DH. And then other people are saying, well, once the players' union gets involved and really talks to the owners, yes, they're going to have a DH. So nobody at this point really knows what's going to happen, and it's affecting guys being able to get jobs, which is really unfortunate. Yeah. Man, I hope. And you know what? I didn't even think about that aspect, too. Like, adding the DH to the National League, that does open up another job slot because that's another role. And you're not going to want to throw, like, a replacement bench first baseman to just fill that ninth hole whenever the pitcher doesn't bat. You know, you're going to want someone who can actually hit. Yeah, so all these guys, I mean, there there are plenty of, you know, purists who will say like, oh, well, you're just going to have bums who can't play the field go out there and just hit home runs. And I'm like, yeah, what's the problem? Do they not realize that we are in the midst of some of the best infields ever? Everybody's good. Just think about like the crop of shortstops that we have right now. Not to mention second baseman. Oh, I was getting ready for you to name some. I was like, is he going to list off a whole bunch of shortstops? That'd be impressive. No, I'm not going to list all of them. (laughs) Well, no, you're right. Yeah, like defensively, infields are as good or or better than they've ever been. Or not ever, but than they've been in quite some time. You're Mm -hmm. right. Like we have have power hitting shortstops now. Like that's not supposed to happen. You know, by traditional baseball, like, I don't know if it's standards or whatever, but it was glove first. You know, but we're seeing a lot of, uh, it's not just shortstops, it's, you know, it's just all around, well, I'm not, I'm not going to count first baseman, I mean, no offense to first baseman, but it's a very stationary, well, not very, but it's, it's, it's more of a stationary position than second, short, and third base are, you know, a lot of the times you're, you're anchored down to, you know, to, to first base, but yeah, we got a lot of, like, good second, 
short and third base players who are not only good with the glove, but can hit the ball too. So the point is, yes, NLDH should be a thing. I think we agree on that, That's my diatribe, yeah. There you go. Thanks for the summation. (laughs) Because I would have kept going thinking I had to fill dead air. But I was like, wait, no, this isn't like, no, just paddle pick you up. I don't know. I mean, it is live. So in some cases, we don't fill dead air, but I don't think anybody's actually watching. So it's all good. You've got two viewers. I do. How about that? Thank you. One of them might actually be me accidentally. Oh, one of them's me. Well, there you go. See? Nobody's (laughs) watching. Thank you for that, though. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I wanted to give you give you a viewer count. I appreciate you trying to lift my spirits in this trying time. I do what I can. Next time, go the Frank Reynolds route and offer me an egg. I actually don't know that episode. Oh. All right. Damn it. I, I took a shot. Yeah. I mean, but you're kind of expected to have a near encyclopedic knowledge of that show. I guess. Yeah. But just go watch it all. Just you got some time off coming up, right? I do. Yeah, so just go watch it all. Just watch all of the Always Sunny. It's on Hulu, and uh, just go enjoy yourself. I don't have Hulu. What the hell, man? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, the other baseball story that I saw at 5 o'clock today was that the Philadelphia Phillies, my beloved Philadelphia Phillies, who I've been pretty mad at lately because they're making a lot of dumb decisions, which I talked about last week, they are on the verge of hiring Dave Dombrowski as their president of baseball operations. And I know that he leaves a trail of nothing in his wake, but when he is uh, signed on to a team, usually it means very good things. It does. I mean, where was he was with the Red Sox before, right? Yeah, they won the World Series on uh, during his tenure. Okay. And then, of course, you know, as uh, Buster only put it, the credit card came due and... Uh, you know, made some decisions that weren't great on his way out the door and got let go. But he also won with the Marlins in 97, took the Tigers from losing, you know, 120 games to... Uh, the World Series in 2012, right? No, no, yes. no, no. Oh, well, where? some playoff success. Oh, okay, okay. World Series in 06, they went. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But they were in 12, too, the Tigers were. Probably. Let me think here. Yeah, yeah, because it, it was it was Detroit, San Francisco in 2012. Yes. All right. I was thinking Rangers, but they were 10 and 11. And then, yeah, it was Rangers, Giants in 10. Rangers, Cardinals in 11. Yes, 12. Tigers, Giants. Then Red Sox beat the whoever they beat. All right. Uh, Cardinals. I'm not going to try to list all the World Series people because we'll be here for longer than I want to edit. How's that? Okay. Um, but I... I like this. I like that the team seems to now have some kind of a direction, which is better than we could have said a week ago or even a day ago, because, you know, Clintac is gone and then uh, the owner comes out and says, oh, we're not going to be able to sign JT and we're going to we got to cut payroll and, you know, you're a billionaire. So what are you talking about? But anyway, um, having a direction is going to help. He's got a lot of work to do for sure. But uh, if he gets hired, I love this move and I think uh, it's really going to help. I hope it bodes well for the Phillies. I really do, because for all you guys' sake, I want to see them do well. And I want to see uh, another East Coast team do uh, well that is not from New York. That's the spirit. Thank you. Yeah. Good stuff. I like it. Uh, Oh, before we go, get off the baseball stuff. Uh, What are your thoughts? Do you think the Indians have any chance of locking up Lindor? Ooh, man. I know I put you on the spot. Sorry. I don't think they do. 
because he is a perennial all-star. I don't know if they can afford him. I really don't. I mean, because the Dolans are, are notoriously cheap in Cleveland. They sold off uh, Carlos Santana. Carlos Santana is with the Royals now. Um, very sad to see him go because he was uh, he was on the team whenever I first started diving into baseball, and he was like the first player on that team that I really like got to know and became familiar with and had an appreciation for. So I, I and it's it's just like the whole like baseball fan seeing a player that you like on your team go somewhere else. But anyways, yeah, they shed payroll for him, and I I just don't think they have the money to pick up Lindor. Short answer. And whenever, oh. and whenever you were talking about the Phillies saying that they had to cut payroll, I nearly had an aneurysm because the first <laughs> thing I thought of was Bryce Harper's contract. I was like, are you oh. <laughs> like, the, why, why are you giving him how much? How much are they paying him? Three thirty. Three thirty over what? Thirteen years. Thirteen. Yeah. They're giving him three thirty over thirteen years and they're complaining about wanting to shed payroll. Like, come on, man. I hope Dombrowski comes in and fix that. I hope so too, man. It's just, it's, I don't know. I said it last week. Like, forgive me for not bringing out the violin for a billionaire saying he's losing money or right. something. I, I just, come on. Yeah. I lost five bucks the other day. You don't see me crying about it. Yeah. No that means a lot more to me than, you know, Bryce Harper's contract means to your wallet. Right. right? Whatever. What a mess. I know. Ugh. Ugh. I just want, I hope, like, I, I realize that we're not going to be able to go to games yet next year. And, I don't want to say I'm fine with it, but I understand it. I'm still going to be disappointed that I can't go watch baseball, but I will be very happy no matter how they get it done, that they get it done. I will say, uh, real quick, pivoting to the NBA, I think what they're trying to do uh, with their like totally restarting the whole thing and getting back to normal is a terrible idea. How are they doing it? They're just trying to get people just traveling as normal and uh... trying to get back to like a normal schedule. And... I know it's not advantageous for teams making money and all that, but in terms of keeping everybody healthy, I don't see why they can't do some bubbles. I know. Yeah, okay. So they're not doing the bubbles anymore. I don't think so. I mean, I hope they that someone steps in and says, hey, we should really try to, I don't know, maybe not at Disney World, but maybe we can set up some hub stations with, you know, three, four, five teams or whatever and go from there and try to spread out the schedule a little bit. I don't know. I don't, I haven't. Uh, really jumped into the full details yet, but um, I, from what I read, it just doesn't seem like it's going to work out. I think it's going to be like the NFL is trying to do their thing, and it's not working out yeah. really well. Baseball, and I feel same like the thing. NBA is not learning from that. Yeah, I mean, and they just had a really good playoffs where they did play in a bubble where like where infections were minimal, and they're one. Okay. They didn't have any. They had none. Oh, none. Okay. Yeah, through the whole bubble experience, they had zero positive tests. Jesus. Well, there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good place to end the show. <laughs> I think so. That'll that should oh, be the, that should be the title of the title of the episode. There goes the neighborhood? Yeah. All right, we could do that. That sounds good. It's better than oh, Satan's man. butthole. <laughs> it's certainly better for my mom to read, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> sure i'll get a phone call about that one uh um, i know right what's what's this <laughs> oh man there goes the neighborhood indeed well josh uh again as always thank you for joining me this was uh, all kinds of fun it was i'm hungry i need to eat dinner all right you go eat dinner we'll stop the stream and then i'll continue with the podcast stuff after whatever sound effect this is but thanks everybody for watching which includes 
uh, Josh and I, and that's it. So, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, more me right after this. Alrighty, there you have it. We did it. Again, my thanks to Josh. My thanks to everybody who weighed in on the COVID conspiracies. Um, if you want me to dive into other conspiracy corner things, let me know, or whatever we were going to call it. Um, I will do that for sure, because I love conspiracy theories and just how absurd they are, and, and they're all fascinating to me. So please, yes, if you have conspiracy theories, if there's something um, that you would like to get off your chest about a thing, let me know. I'm everywhere at the Melting Pat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and .com. Also, follow me on Twitch, uh, because I'll do some streaming. The Soundtrap stuff has been really fun. Like, I did not think I would have as much fun as I'm having streaming, making music. And uh, it's just, like, I'm going to do it anyway. So I figure I might as well try to invite some people into the process. And uh, so far, I've done, well, I've done two of them. But uh, <laughs> it's going really well. And uh, yes, Shakedown Hawaii is really fun. So, um, yes, follow me all the places, thenextlevelnetwork.com for all of our stuff. Also on Facebook at The Next Level Podcast Network to follow all of the shows, The Spotlight, What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero, TFT Nerdcast, Panels to Pixels. I think the Caffeine Crew is coming back with their year-end something or other soon, I think. I know I've said that for several weeks, but it hasn't come out yet, I don't think so. <laughs> Did I miss any of the shows? I don't know, but there are like 40 of us now. So uh, give them all follows and likes and subscri subscriptions and, and whatnots. Uh, to keep up with what is going on with all this stuff. Also, I have a little challenge for you. Man, can I be more of a douche? Oh, I want you to do something for me. There you go. Um, if you have listened to every episode of this program and you are not related to me, there, there's a caveat. Caveat, caveat, what's the, what's the pronunciation? My degree's failing me once again. I wasn't an English major, I don't know. Anyway, if you, <laughs> if you have listened to all 300 of these episodes... Uh, thank you very much. And if you're not related to me, I would like you to leave me a voicemail, 209-867-7638. Um, or if you want me to read it, you can send it as a text or an email or whatever to that uh, number. Um, how'd you do it? <laughs> no, uh, what have you, uh, what's the one thing or, or several things or top three or whatever, uh, things you've enjoyed about listening to this show? That's kind of what I want to hear. I thought about doing this um, leading up to this episode, but then I got the idea to have Josh back and stream it on Twitch. And, uh, it'd be really awkward to share. If I get any responses, share like favorite things from other people about my show with a guest, that would be really weird. So there you go. Um, yes, if you've listened to all 30 of these and we all 30, all 300 of these, I'm still in November and we are not related. 209-867-7638. Leave me a voicemail. Let me know your favorite thing about listening to this show. Because I am, uh, I'm trying to figure out what that is. But anyway, no, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for all the stuff. We've had some crazy fun on this show. I've made a lot of friends doing this. Uh, I interviewed Paul McCoy from 12 Stones, a band I've been a fan of for two decades. And he's just like, yeah, sure, I'll come on the show. And I was, it was mind-blowing. I finally interviewed Charlie Saxton. I've made, Danny Schmitz has become a legit friend out of this. And all this, all these wonderful things that I've been able to do because of this show, it's just absolutely amazing, and just things in my life have changed. It's wacky. I love every bit of it, and I love all of you, and I thank you very much. Uh, and that is it. All right, see, I told you we're going to gush for a little bit, and now we're going to go because I got to get back to work. So, <laughs> yes, I'm doing this part on my break on Friday morning because I just, just when I'm going to have the time. So, just want to have the time. So, 
Oh, geez, Pat, can you say things without laughing through them so we know what you're saying? I tried. I tried my best. But again, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every single one of you. Even if you hate the show and you're like, wow, this sucks and turned it off after six minutes. Uh, well, that's six minutes of your life you dedicated to me that you will never get back. So I win again. All right. Anyway, that's it. This has been an 8-Boiler production. <laughs> G-Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Can't believe that's a real thing that happens. Also, philadelphonic.com for more from them. Next week is our holiday show. Um, and we'll be doing... Uh, what are we doing? We It worked well for Halloween. Your favorite holiday TV special. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus, Boxing Day, whatever else is out there. Your favorite holiday TV episode. I will be watching them all and talking about them and playing holiday tunes throughout the show. So that is next week. I It's my favorite show of the year. I love it. Also telling my favorite retail story and, uh, and all that stuff. All right, really, got to go. We got to go do stuff. So <laughs> again, philadelphonic.com. For more from G-Love and Special Sauce, here's Cold Beverage, and that is it. So until next time, whenever that is for you, have fun, be safe, thank a veteran, wear a mask, wash your hands, and of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, can I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty outside, a lemonade will be nice. Stop a fight from the top to a VK. Got a vodka, a drink, but girls got the bait on the phone for G. I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash up from the S. Martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold. And bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. You sent me from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Uh, Cause I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. And a friend. Go, girl, work the cold one. Go, girl, work the cold one. What? Go, girl, work the cold one. Go, girl, work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs and a big bag of ice. Didn't even get to bite, but the brew tastes nice. nice. Back to the ball. So, every jack of reason, a collada. Need a whole lot of them food drinks to catch me up. But I must tell you, I'm the Kool Aid kid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah.